Yeah, I was grumbling and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, I thought I heard you press something. I thought you had a, a Travis grumble button. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, so other than the fact that you guys can hear me, my soundboard is totally not working. So oh. that that means there's something not being routed in the correct path to get to Zoom for us to hear it, basically. There it is. Happy Friday the 13th. Oh. Well, oh. I was gonna I was gonna try, but they there we go. Heard it. I will say sometimes with music, and I know we've run into it before, is that it will sometimes it works really well and we'll be hearing it, then it'll just cut out for some people. Like like I'll be playing it and like it hears and I feel like it's sounding great on my end, but then Sam and Ross will be like yeah, I think anything. I figured out that it's a, a lot of that is a sound level thing. So it'll like it spikes and then it kind of just. It might like, have to do with um if there's some like noise suppression stuff turned on with Zoom. What the hell is going on? This is fucking Vorkies. That's what's going on. Does anyone know if anybody else is joining us so far tonight? I know it's y'all because y'all are here. I just um, see Trevor popping in. Yeah, T Rev. T Rev just strolled in this bitch. Must be weird not having anybody come on you. <laughs> Ow, don't make me laugh too hard, dude. My throat hurts. Oh, God. Is that- Damn. Trev. What's up, buddy? Are you robed? I am robed, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, look. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It means we're going to see Belial again. Yeah, that's what I was going to get at. <laughs> I think I think we all need our own kimonos. Are we going to we 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 could just like stop going bare chested and all wear our fucking kimonos and shit. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I haven't done a bare chested episode in a while. I honestly thought about fucking going shirtless, but I was like it's cold in this room. I'm not doing it. Where are you at? Yep. I'm uh in well, a little past Baton Rouge. I forget the name of this fucking town. Uh, you working or living? I'm working and living. I mean, he works to, to live. I'm not dead. But th- there was this, the weirdest thing that happened when I first got here. The manager called the room and he was like, sir, I need you to step out of the room for a little while. There's been an incident. And I was like, okay. Um, the best I can describe was like an army tank rolled up. It wasn't an army tank. Okay. It wasn't a tank, but it was like a big black SWAT truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And all, and, and like three or four sheriff's cars came and me and all the other people are standing outside and they go up to the room that's right next to mine and, <sighs> and open the door and get in there and they start bringing shit out. And this big white SUV drives up and they put all these fucking bags and boxes in it. And then, and then they drove, they all drove away. That's and I, I crazy. <laughs> Most low key drug raid ever. They didn't rate. They didn't arrest anybody. And so I went and asked the manager after, like, when the cops were like, "Y'all can go back to y'all's rooms." I went to the front desk and I'm like, "Hey, what happened?" He's like, "I have no idea." It's like I have no idea what happened. So this is a mystery for now. Huh. <laughs> it was so fucking weird, man. I was like, "What is happening?" Have you when, have you have you checked your bathroom shower yet? No, but it, oh I, shit! The, the, the killer's there. He's waiting, <laughs> he's waiting on you to finish this podcast. Yes, you can, you can keep it going. You're taking a dump. You're done. Yep, dude. 
while that was happening, when the, when that big truck pulled up in the in the sheriff's uh, cars and stuff, I was like, "Oh fuck, is there about to be a shootout right here?" Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> they went in and they got some stuff and then they went out. There were guys all over the balcony. There were guys everywhere, dude. Like people in regular clothes, people in police uniforms. But they didn't take any. There was no one in the room. But they took all kinds of shit out of it, and they stayed. I mean, they, they stayed they there might, for a while, and then they, they all might have already room. arrested. They probably arrested somebody, and then they got like a tip or some shit that all this shit was in this room. Yeah, the whole way, where you, where you stand, and then they went to where the guy was staying, and yeah, yeah. Any of your friends there? I don't know, dude. Big how awesome! Battering ram. How awesome! Well, I wish they'd have busted the door in. That would have been epic. But how crazy would it be if, like, this was some kind of like smuggler who was trying to be all low key, and he was staying at this piece of shit hotel where I'm currently at, and <laughs> and the guy had like one of the Necronomicon, bruh. Oh, yeah, man. you know, and this is some top secret government shit right here. They getting them de- them government demons. He's he's dealing in antiquities from a shitty hotel. <laughs> well, no, he's hiding. He's hiding because he he's he's trying to get away with the book. But they pinpointed his his locale. Well, the book yeah. the book theoretically is an antiquity. Like, oh like well, it, yeah, no, you're right. Like yeah, like it's an Egyptian guy hiding, and he's like, "I don't have the book. I don't have it. I'm not." He's at my hotel room. They <laughs> <laughs> arrested him, man. Or well, not here, but I guess they got his ass somewhere. I don't know. I, my, my mind is just riddled with questions, but I'll never have the answers. I, I don't. Think oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, see, I told you all about last weekend, right? When the, my whole neighborhood was full of cop cars and they had a drone out looking for a dude. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you was, told me that about was that. From my freaking house. It was a block. Like, I could see the drone in the air going, like flashing lights and everything, looking for the guy. What were they <laughs> looking for him for? Um, There was some kind of a chase on the, the close road to my house. And the guy bailed out when they finally got him stopped and then took off through the snow. And then apparently in Minnesota, when it's winter and you run through the snow, you leave tracks. So it's pretty easy to find you. Um, <laughs> no, we were listening to, there's like a, like a police scanner app and I was listening to it and they're, you know, they're talking it, it, really clinical talk, you know, seven Mary fours doing whatever else. Um, oh, we have contact. And then I hear, get on the fuck. And then it cut off and it was like 45 seconds later, suspect in custody. So they cut him off just as he was going, get on the fucking ground. <laughs> okay. Well, we got him. I wish I would. I would have thought to download like a police. I didn't know you could get a police scanner app, but it makes. I guess that makes sense. You could. Well, it's just nice to know what's going on. You know, when especially when there's a cop car sitting in front of your house with the lights flashing because you're inside the perimeter when they're looking for somebody. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have overheard what they were like. Yes, we've secured the book, sir. The old ones will soon rise. We found a book. It seems to be made of human skin. Should we call somebody? Yeah. <laughs> You you find a book and it's bound in barbed wire and, and and it feels like fucking nasty, you know. I'm giving it to Ricky. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! You know, what, you know what fucking Ricky would do with it though. That's the problem though. Ricky would fuck it and then look. <laughs> you know what? As long as he has a head camera on while he's doing it, monkey cam. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, he, if, he, if he has the monkey cam, I'm about I'm about that life. Perfect. I don't know yeah. what the hell a monkey cam is. Oh god, have we started? <laughs>
it is Friday the 13th, and we're having our special little Friday the 13th seance right now. So what's everyone been doing today in order to celebrate? I mean, if you were working, I get it. I was, but uh, neither here nor there. I did rewatch The Northman recently, but that wasn't in honor of anything. <laughs> was, it, was it still boring? No. Okay. Shots fired. It was never. It was never boring. <laughs> you know, uh, it's one of those movies where I tried hard. I watched it twice, and I fell asleep twice. I couldn't get into the characters. I couldn't get into the story. We we've already talked about. It. There's no reason to go on and on about it. But yeah, I mean, because and you guys gave it such high praise, and it was like I have to see this, and I saw it, and I'm like, one of the rare times where I'm just like, eh, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. It just that's like Boss Tuna hitting me with that two witches. I get why he. Th- He'd think I'd love it, but I watched it and no, don't love it. It ain't horrible, but it's just not, it's not lovable either. Mm-hmm. There ain't no love there. Well, has, has anyone here except uh, besides me seen Megan yet? Mm, I haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. All right. I will. Sh- I'll just shut up then. You guys probably know my opinion, but I'll shut up. So. Yeah. I mean, I just like as much as I would care to see it, just to see it. I'm not that interested. It did not spark me as. It didn't ignite anything with me. I like the promo stuff. I like all this like crazy weird promo like, well, shit that movies like, are doing now. When, when I watched, when I watched like the the preview of it in theater, I forget what movie I went to see, but like I saw it and I was like, oh, like that looks like that would be fun. But then like now I'm just like, mm, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I I don't really care. It's not going to be, you know, it didn't seem like anything life changing. it might be fun you know i'm sure it might be some fun i know grindhouse you said you didn't like it but maybe maybe it's a little fun but i don't think it's a list maker type movie um like i just first big horror movie of 2023 right the first big marketed horror movie so it was like well yeah yeah sure like i still like going to the theater so if i can i'm gonna do it but yeah yeah Yeah, that's i mean maybe it just wasn't for you like i've i've talked to some people that liked it but well, and there's a piece of there's a piece of me that can see why. I mean, it, it it's got a total it's got a total child's play vibe, and the technology piece of it seems really cool. But mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the overall the overall movie, the story was really flat. It, mm-hmm. it didn't deliver anything in in the way of scares. I mean, there's nothing. That was and, kind of my thought when I saw like the first because I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw okay. images and whatnot, and I'm like, this is basically the new child's play remake. They're just doing, they're just, it's a female doll. So, okay. And it's PG 13. I'm like, you're not gonna, yeah. you're not gonna have no, you're not gonna sell me on a PG 13. I see that. That's well, the, female, I'm the not female against PG 13. It's creepy, is creepy, but it's creepy in the wrong way. It's like real life creepy. Like, mm-hmm. just like, it just, it doesn't feel creepy. It feels yucky, you know, and that, uh, the whole, uncanny valley shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that, that whole like dance scene that she does, it was just like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I wanted to go home and take a shower after that. Just was like, just yucky. Nice. Like, what are you, are you literally trying to take something that's supposed to be like a 12 year old or maybe a 10 year old girl and hypersexualize it? Really? That's, that's what we're doing here. It just, that was just yucky. Yeah. And like I said before, they telegraphed the end from about 20 minutes in. You knew exactly how it was going to end. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was everything you're saying just makes me push the date that I'm going to watch that movie like further and further back. <laughs> yeah. Just wait, wait, until it's, wait until it's free somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> wait till it's free. And there's so much coming out. I mean, and coming out. Um... Oh, there's a ton of stuff coming out this year for sure. I'm Fucking guessing cocaine bear cuz. Oh, cocaine bear. And, 
there's a piece of me that knows that movie is going to be like not great, but there's a bigger piece of me that doesn't care, and I'm gonna go see it in the theater anyway because it look because it's just gonna be a fucking roller coaster. I I honestly can't wait. Oh yeah, I expect then, like a a late placid level of of effort put into it, which to me is a lot a good effort. Like I agree with you, it's probably not gonna be kind of like Megan, nothing life changing, but it might be fun. I think it's definitely gonna be fun. If they do it right, if they do it, is it is it an R rating? It's R rated, yeah. I think oh, it, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I think it actually it. will be life changing. I think it will be this weird base level horror movie, slightly only slightly based on a true story because the true story didn't go anywhere near what the movie is doing, which is honestly kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, if you're a horror movie, <laughs> I mean, if you're the true story, sad. <laughs> it, it really just is sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, guy falls out of plane, dies. Bear eats cocaine, dies. Story over. Yeah, that was I mean, that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this thing just looks like a. I, I think you're right. The the, the Lake Placid slash uh, slash alligator slash Jaws slash just. I think it's gonna be fun as hell. I I, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about because the previews look just just with the park ranger creaking open the door and looking inside and the bear leans out of the shadows and just kind of goes. And the guy's like, eh, close the door. Yep. <laughs> you should probably get out of here. And then boom, and then it just goes. I mean, what I want is like, and I I had uh, posted this on Instagram. I know I'm not going to get it, but what I wanted or want, because I don't know if it's in there, then Elizabeth Banks, she listened. And I added her on Instagram. So if, <laughs> if I, I'm just, I know that don't count for shit, but if it's her looking at her, her thing, it maybe she saw it. I want a scene where the bear is so high that we enter its fucking cerebral space. Like we're in the bear's brain, but in the brain of the bear, it's floating through space and it's an, and it becomes an animatronic bear at this point, not CGI, but really cool looking animatronic bear just covered in blood and floating through space. And I'll be like, this movie's a 10. It's a fucking so, 10. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, Willy Wonderland, cocaine field nightmare. If it looks like I'm Willy's Wonderland, Wonderland. yeah. I'm, I'm fucking down. I'm absolutely down. The whole movie, yeah, the whole movie totally. looks that way. The whole movie is the bear looking for more cocaine. Like a bear would have the knowledge of the world and be like, yeah. I think- like just imagine I- me hooked on cocaine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> without this robe on. Yeah, definitely. We got, we got, a, we got a movie. Oh, I. You're probably right. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yep. We have our, the nightclub has his own cocaine bear mascot. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor is a cocaine bear. <laughs> I want to, did want to ask though, what did y'all do for anyone do anything Friday the 13th or is this I, it? Is this, I, is this the I end worked, all be all right now? I worked and then like I poured vodka and a little bit of cranberry juice up to the top of this cup. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the celebration right there. Yes. Good. Yeah, I took the I took Plus the being day, here. Yeah, I took, I took the day off, but then I just worked on my house all day long, and nothing, nothing went my way. Nothing. <laughs> oh, it's one of those days. Poor grindy. Yeah, yeah, it is just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. <laughs> Absolutely, no, it just sucked. I like I redid a bunch of like light switches and things, and it was like, oh, this is great. And then I put the breaker back on, and the lights came back on, and then they instantly went back off, and it was like. Well, that's not right. <laughs> Took a bunch of shit apart, and I like and too far into the box to do anything about it. There was a broken wire, and it was like, "Well, I know where this is going." 
Now I got to start ripping shit apart. So that's what I had to do. And seven trips to fucking home. Depot. Well, yeah. It was, at least it wasn't a ghost named Bob. That's true. It was not a ghost. Definitely was not a ghost. Okay. Lights weren't flickering though. They just went off. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's good. I'm yeah. sorry, Travis. This is a video game reference. Okay. Yeah. I, um, yes, we've all been video gaming. Yeah, there there's some shenanigans. Bira, I want to ask you the same thing real quick. I want to I want to I want to let all the listeners know that I'm a sad, but big a little sad. I'm not a big sad. Trev would be a big sad, and y'all would be medium sads. I'm a little sad because <laughs> all my Discord friends play all these video video games together, and I don't oh. I I don't I don't get to play in their reindeer video games. I don't know nothing <laughs> about that world. Well, well, it's not because we're excluding you. They don't leave. They don't yeah. let me. They don't let me go. They don't let me we join. Specifically, do not tell Look. him our, our 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 invite codes. We don't let him know our. Yeah. our, our oh, we our don't share us. any of that. We don't share no. any of that openly on the Discord. Never. Nope. Always in oh, a no. private channel. Meant. No. And <laughs> I I stole his library card, so you can't mm-hmm. go to the library and download the game and play it there no. for like an hour at a time. No. I can't do anything. I've been shackled and bound and turned the cold, turned the mini cold shoulder That's right. toward That's me. Right. But, you know, then, I'm still here. And what he, yeah. And, and what he doesn't know is that, like, we, we paid off the FBI to go <laughs> and get the game and computer that was next door to his room. Oh, my God. Take it away. <laughs> that so was someone playing play a fucking ghost That's hunting game nope. in the next room. Yep. 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 They, they had, had all the dots machines yeah. and cameras. Buy buy a slightly better laptop, Travis, and you're pretty much in. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Well, I will when that money appears. I will do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I will send you the eleven dollars for Phasmophobia, and you can. Oh, play it's, it. it's not that I can't buy Phasmophobia. I just can't afford. He just can't to play, play it on no. his laptop. Yeah. So your computer just won't run it. It's a very shite computer. Um, yeah. doesn't mean it won't yeah. run it. I mean, fucking, fucking Trevor's got swamp internet, and he makes it work. I mean, he like disappears I, randomly sometimes. <laughs> well, having the internet is not the issue. It's I do have a very computer, good so, computer, though. Yeah. Um my my laptop is very low end, dude. Very low end. The camera on it don't even fucking work, and it's supposed to. It's a piece of shit. Um, well, no. So yeah, we. Well, I'm I'm gonna edit all that out. I want everyone to think y'all suck. Um, <clears throat> Brian, what did you do for Friday the Thirteenth? I worked. Came home. Did not much, did not much, and then uh, here I am. So I'm saving it all up for this. So we all Ooh. did nothing today. He Fuck edged, us. Brian, Brian edged what is all day just for <laughs> us. I don't, well, Jarek Jarek from Golgothan, that motherfucker said he's going to be watching all the Friday the 13th today. Oh, all, shit. And he was going to Twitch stream himself playing Friday the 13th, that, that video game. Now, that one I, I have uh-huh. played, and that one's super fun. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, no hell yeah. The most fun I ever had on Call of Duty was that they had a um they had a Halloween um bonus pack you could buy, and it was a Jason like horror pack. So basically, you could play a game mode where one person is Jason, and he runs around like an old scary cabin trying to kill everyone else on Call of Duty. It was fun. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wow. I took the day off today, intending to sleep in, and then get up and you know, put some real world effort into my house projects. Yeah. I woke up and I was honestly feeling kind of good, you know, and I kind of gave the wife the elbow like, Hey, is it too early? And she was <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like close to time to get up. And she's like, no, it's fucking not. And I looked over the clock and it was four o'clock in the morning. 
And I'm like, oh my. Oh shit. I'm up. So he's up. Yeah. Hey, that's a double yeah. entendre right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a double yeah. entendre. Because only I could be a double entendre. You, only, you can be a single entendre. Hey, man. You know? And okay. but then from there, it was like, fuck it. Let's see what we're going to do. And I actually watched, um, what it, what the hell is it called? The Pale Blue Eye? Yeah. This morning? Uh-huh. Does anybody else watch that? Yeah. I haven't. Uh-huh. Don't talk yeah. about that this shit. Kid? Don't know. Yeah. Is it good? I I thought it was pretty good. All right. I, I don't want to know nothing about that movie. Please. I, I, won't, I just thought it was pretty good. Very excited to watch Christian Bale. I was entertained. I love the old. I love the. Um, I know zero so, about it. Sort of the 18th century. Just just the era. Just the era. If, no. if you, okay. Dude, come on. If you know nothing about it, it's. At some point, you got to stop being a little bit of a bitch, Travis. I mean, anyway. So entertaining movie. Um, if you want to watch it, uh, thought that was uh, honestly pretty good, and so got you know got got all the way through that, and then it was six o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and my wife still wasn't up, so it was like, hmm, what do I do now? And then I just started cleaning the house and working on house projects because that's me. You can come back, baby. Mom come back, back now, mom. Back now. Travis left us. Oh yeah, so we're lost without our, our, our. I don't know. It'll be really fun. There. To build a Velcro wall and then cover Travis in Velcro and just sling him. No, that's probably a bad thing. Okay, never mind. No, no those are fun. Haven't you ever done one of those? We, I, like, you just, I, I think like you, things where I you think can we get just like need a to Velcro like, suit and it yeah. has like a little trampoline and yeah. you jump on it and then it yeah. stick against the wall. <laughs> it's totally real. I've done it. It's fun as hell. Yeah, yeah. People, people pay to do that. Yeah. I think they had like something like uh. one of the times I went to college, they had like a fair thing going on it was all like an, an inflatable thing it was like on an inflatable wall and you jumped on a little bouncy mm-hmm. thing and you, you stuck yeah, to the I... wall <laughs> are y'all talking about I what y'all know. are gonna do to me yeah. <laughs> throw me I against the wall, the wall and fucking i was saying it's been done so yeah. that that shit from fucking wolf of wall street y'all are gonna throw me like i'm the i'm the little man y'all gonna throw against the okay cool can't play games, get thrown against walls, against my will. I ain't throwing you unless you want to be thrown. Oh, really? Yeah. When I get there, he'll want to be thrown. I'm only down for consensual throwing. I like it when people take it sometimes. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) What I'm into. Well, that's fine, but, you know, we'll come up with a a safe word for when throwing That's consensual non-consent. Yeah, and and I and I and once that's agreed upon, I don't I don't require a safe word. Do whatever. Put, <laughs> put as much inside as you can. sort of a uh, a quick hit Friday the 13th sort of pop quiz. Oh. It's more, an opinion, it's more an opinion thing than a fact thing. Okay, good. But, Even better. Yeah. So I don't want it to like go on for like hours and hours and hours. So, but just just a quick hitter if we want to do it. Okay. <clears throat> I could get hit real quick. Sure. <laughs> hit me with your best shot. Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
to Grindhouse's Quick Hits. Quick Hits. Nice. There you go. That's right. <laughs> there will be music like and all sorts of potpourri and, and fancy in there. And that, yeah, you know, this is for your morning zoo radio. You're staring jealousy, Travis. You're jealous of my potpourri and fanciness. No. I do, I, do, I do it post. I do appreciate a good snack while I'm on the toilet. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even laugh, dude. Was <laughs> there like a is there like a is there like a toilet paper roll and a jerky dispenser in your bathroom? <laughs> I was talking about the potpourri. Oh, oh, it's a joke, no, dude, dude. He's got a box. He's got a box of fucking Slim Jims, the little small ones, right next to his toilet. He's, he's just having the meat stick shits all fucking day. But he's but he's speaking like somebody who's accidentally eaten the potpourri once was like, oh, he probably ate oh, it as a kid. You never you never put a piece of potpourri in your mouth when you were a child. No, I smelled it though. No, I, I dude, I I put a piece in my mouth when I was a kid. I was like, what is this shit? Yeah, it smells yeah. fucking weird. I'm gonna. This eat isn't it. Werther's. <laughs> Um, and Grindhouse, the other thing I was going to ask everyone is if everyone here has seen all the Friday the 13th movies, if we, <laughs> I'm keeping that in, if we were going to maybe do a little favorite list. That's what I have. I have, here's what I have for our pop quiz. I have your favorite. You don't have to defend it. All you got to do is mention it. Then I have best blood, best babes, best boobs, best subplot, and then best Jason. Man, I'd have to watch. Well, some of those I could answer right away. I'd have to watch all of them again to give you some solid answers. But but I can go. For, I'll, I'll go for it. It's just yeah, a shoot. yeah. I'll go for it. I'm not holding anybody to anything. It's just a shoot. We should all talk about our favorite gotcha. show if we're going to mention it. I think for a little bit. Well, so then how about we move favorite to the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Move okay. favorite to the end here. Um, he's got some Friday the 13th trivia for us here on this Friday the 13th Dooms. Well, it's not so much trivia as it is just getting kind of a quick round table of everybody here and what everybody thinks. And the point is not to debate and not to say that anybody's wrong, especially Travis. Um, but just to, just to get, just to get a quick opinion. That's, I'm, I'm doing a fucking one. Come on. <laughs> So, uh, kind of following the the wrong, of, wrong. My, uh, I'll just stop. <laughs> no, okay. So, following kind of our 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 lore or our rules about the three Bs in uh, horror movies, my first three Bs for Friday the Thirteenth, and this is just an opinion thing, and and it can change and whatever else. But I want to know for you, everybody individually, the best blood, the best babes. And the best boobs. Hmm. Don't think too hard. Just pick one, and we can start everywhere, anywhere we want to. And I would say start with best blood because I think that's probably with these movies probably the easiest way to go. Best blood, like best kill, best, best blood, best gore effect. 
whatever you, however you want to describe it, whatever was the best blood for you. Mm, Man, when it comes to Friday the 13th, and uh, so we're talking about an 80s slasher franchise and Grindhouse's three Bs definitely apply. It's it's like uh, the Joe Bob three Bs almost blood beasties boobies and more because mm-hmm. he he's got to have all that shit in there. So it's real real similar. I like that all these eighty slasher films had this shit. This is pretty much the way it was done. This was the formula of the time. Um, right away I would go to favorite kill would be kind of the way I'd steer it. And off the top of my head, I would say it would be from Jason X when. Jason slams that chick's cryogenically frozen head into the fucking, you know, surgery counter, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what they, they're in the fucking like surgery room of this ship. And it's just it's what's the it's the the before and the after he grabs her, shoves her face right in the vat and you see her face crystallize instantly. And that's fucked up. Then he just smashes her head and all the blood is all crystallized. And it's just, it's gnarly, man. It's a gnarly effect. And it works well with, with Jason X itself. That would be my, that would be gun to my head. And that's without having seen all of these movies in probably all of them. Some of them I've seen in the last few years, but all of them as a franchise, it's been a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mr. Chuttle, what would you say? Blood? I mean, I, th- th- there is one that speaks to me from Jason X is, I mean, the sleep, anything in a sleeping bag, <laughs> thinking of it, just slamming that against a tree is pretty damn good. But, you know, there's also Jason Man- t- takes Manhattan where we get a nice vat of toxic sludge that someone gets put into, I believe. So that, that one's pretty good too. I might go. It's, it's got a dead rat floating in it, dude, yeah. right before he does it. And it's like, <laughs> Oh man, why did New York city have toxic sludge barrels? I'm not going to get into part eight right now because I, oh man, <laughs> I mean, not do it. On a boat. Oh, it's Jason takes a cruise. Cause... <laughs> so yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's my blood. You don't understand. There is a maniac trying to kill us. Welcome to New York. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh nice. Yeah. nice. Nice. <laughs> Just what it's like here. All right. Cocaine tea bear. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go with, um, Jason folding a dude backwards, like yeah. in half. What is that? Like uh, six? Or that's Fr- Freddy five. versus Jason. No, part six. That's he Freddy fo- versus Jason. Oh, it's part six. He folds the sheriff in half, and like I, I think he did. I think he did it in, in Freddy versus Jason, also though. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought you were talking about the bed scene from where he folded the guy in half in the bed. That's what I meant. That's what oh. I meant. That's probably has to be one of my favorite kills um second is is gotta be the sleeping bag kill it's probably like one of the most iconic ones you know so which which one the one from uh from jason x the sleeping bag kill because that was a callback to another one. Oh, that's true huh yeah there was another friday where he did kill someone by take putting them in a uh, sleeping bag and fucking them up jason x took took it the next to level though because he was slamming them into another person and then against the tree and <laughs> that one, yeah, that one was brutal. It's so <laughs> good. Jason X has so many cool. Oh, it has some lame kills, but it's got some cool kills. Yeah. Well, Grindhouse, what's yours, man? Yeah, mine's actually doesn't have a ton of blood in it. Mine comes from Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, um, where he takes um. There's a couple in a motorhome and they're driving, and he takes the girl and he puts her face through the aluminum siding on the motorhome, <laughs> perfectly imprints her face on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's something about that that 
maybe it's like the engineer in me that knows that that could never happen. That's just not what would happen. But I just love that. I just love like the perfect imprint of her face coming out. And then he comes up and he gives court the old knife to the skull and the RV flips that just that whole scene. I just, I just love that scene. Yeah. That whole scene is iconic right there. Cause you get the Jason standing on top of the fucking wreckage and, and death. Like, yeah, dude, that's dope as fuck. Yeah. Because we could all walk away from a crashed RV unscathed. Totally. So moving on, I want to go on to which one of the movies do we think has the best babes in it? And this is not necessarily a nudity thing, but like which movie has the best babes in it? Which one is just are the babes just like oh, I'm going to I'm going to take this route as meaning final girl. Um I'm going to go I was with say. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way I'm going to take it cuz I don't know which movies has the best looking chicks in it. They all have very attractive people in every movie, so I, I don't know. Favorite final girl? This is going to be maybe controversial with people who love Friday the 13th, and it's even controversial with my own taste as far as the franchise goes because this movie is not towards the top of the list for me. Is it Pamela Voorhees? No, she's not a final girl. She I dies. Mean- she might be her best babe. She's got the turtlenecks and the short hair. It just seems like no, something. No, she's Ricky. She's Ricky's babe. She's not my babe. My babe would be Discount oh, Carrie from Part Seven because she actually wins. She defeats Jason. She's the only person <laughs> to defeat Jason. <laughs> I love it. I, I sorry. I love it. But Tommy anyway. Jarvis would be my second best favorite babe because he is a final boy. But you said it's a, you know, I take this as a final girl. So favorite final girl would be Discount Carrie. Yeah. Discount Carrie. Okay. Psychic. We're just going with our favorite babe. I'm going with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. That arrow through the neck, boy. Yeah. Okay. Cocaine T Bear. What do you got? I don't even know. I can't remember anybody's name. Well, just say the (laughs) one girl that was wearing the one thing that did the one thing. All of them. (laughs) <laughs> Trevor just rounds them all up in a big bag like a caveman and brings them back to the cave ball. One full big sleeping cave, bag. The cave full of cocaine. <laughs> He's just back there. <laughs> I, got and two sleep- I got two sleeping bags on my shoulders. One's full of women, the other one's full of cocaine. <laughs> the, the next day they have him fucking like erecting a fence to, for their garden and shit. It's, the harem has fucking usurped him. He's just their slave donkey now. <laughs> Right, I'm just here for the bear penis. I would be, I would be a slave donkey for a harem. I would. All right. Well, I am gonna say, for me, a Friday Thirteenth Part Four, the twins. Those like are the, the twins. Like, yeah. like the the. the, the. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm changing my answer. I'm changing my answer. Best Bay is Crispin Glover when he's dancing in that movie. That is Bay. That is the best babe. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Dude, good. oh well, my I'm god! Go with the twins from Part Four because there's two of them. I mean, and you really can't go wrong. Fair and enough. Kind of, kind of, kind of early in the whole franchise. They're still, you know, the chicks are kind of hot. We don't have the the giant fake breasts thing really kind of coming into play yet. Um. Oh, uh, and when it comes to fake breasts, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my favorite boobies in the whole franchise is gonna go ahead and be the android boobies from Jason X. Because I like the scene where the nipple falls off and it makes me laugh. That's I, as good an answer as any because I have no I like recollection it. of I can't tell you. What? <laughs> you can't remember any boobs from Friday? No. no? Oh, man. 
Not in particular. I mean, I couldn't tell you any final girls, really. I mean, it never really was my series. Oh. So I've definitely seen them all, but I haven't, like, not necessarily even analyzed, just known them that well. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to the, 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 well, I don't want to steal someone else's thunder. So if no one mentions them, I've got, I've got two in mind that I also, I'm like, hell yeah, these scenes are good. And I like, I like, I like the seductiveness of one and the trickery of another. But uh, T T Rev, Brian ain't got none of that. Up, what you got? You got some favorite boobies from the Friday the Thirteenth franchise? Uh, not, not really. No, I no like one, them all. Again, all. God damn it, all. Grindhouse. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Um, when they're at the, I guess you'd call it sort of like a halfway house. He likes crackhead tits. Um, that's what we're learning. Not necessary. I mean, you can't go wrong, but I mean, <laughs> not not the place that I would start. But there's a young lady in there um, who, there's, well, there's two, there's there's two people from the from the the halfway house camp that are constantly going off in the woods and fucking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they when they die, she gets the clipper through the head, and then he gets the leather strap around the face and gets his head basically crushed, but. She has a pair of what I can only describe as the most beautiful natural Civil War cannons that I've ever seen. In the- <laughs> <laughs> he's it's because he's from then. <laughs> Whatever, that's fine. I'm just he's jealous because I've seen some shit. I love you, <laughs> but they're it's just they're just fantastic. There's a point where yeah. they they're, and they've spread out a blanket and they're doing their business and. They get done and she sort of sits up and these things just kind of come into the frame <laughs> and they are their own character. Um, Ricky would Ricky would appreciate how well you could describe that scene. He is a man of he is a man of similar taste. Oh. I, I want to say real quick because no one mentioned him. I got two seductive ones from Freddy versus Jason when when the chicks on the dock. That that mm-hmm. that scene was nice. I like that. I like that. It's like, come on, that's we're gonna, a, we're, gonna a good one. we're gonna go skinny dipping and have some fun. From part eight. I love the 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 trickery of um the eh. all right part eight's got problems all right because these are supposed to be high school kids if I'm not mistaken but anyway the blonde has her body uh displayed for the professor or the the principal whatever the fuck he is and she's got the anatomy all drawn out and shit to blackmail him I thought that scene was fucking dope and you know. It's got, it's, got, it's got something nice to look at while you're watching the, again the funny. This shit is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. You get because I love I love the nerdy little ca- like um, cameraman there. He he's in the, what 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 they used to call that in school when you were part of the club that would fucking AV club. AV club. AV club. I wish I wish they'd have had that in Mamu because I'd have totally done that shit, but they didn't have that at all. We would have had to have A or V in Mamu, and you guys didn't have that. So. No, we didn't have audiovisual nothing. No, um, telephone poles and yard gators. Swamp yeah. gas. Swamp we gas. Had swamp yard gators. We had swamp gas tra- trapped in, in uh, mason jars. Oh shit! Uh, Jankum. Uh, uh, we had Jankum trapped. Yeah. <laughs> what and, the and fuck? We, and we had a we had an old mule named Bo that would turn turn the <laughs> fucking grindstone for our bread. And uh, <laughs> a cow named arthritis. <laughs> Every year we would do that boucherica. We'd have that, and everybody would divide the organs amongst themselves because we savages. 
That's right. Well, I, I had an idea, Travis. One of these dunes cantinas, we have to go through the the swamp donkey glossary, and we have to yeah. explain to the whole world everything that you guys say and what it actually means, like the whole diction, <laughs> the like, whole thing. Okay. So we're through the A's and let's move on to B. <laughs> just, I mean, we have. Well, to... we, we're not going to do the whole thing, but we can give you, we can give you a bunch of, um, you know, big ones. We'll give you some big because to I do the whole thing, fun. it's pretty. It'll be fun to get to the C's when you can tell everybody what a cocotte is. So, <laughs> oh, they know, they know <laughs> if they listen to the Terrifier episode. Yeah, see, Trevor's laughing. Brian's going, "What the fuck are they talking about?" And even I know at this point what a cacon is. So, That's fucked up that Brian doesn't know he was on the episode. <laughs> yes, he, he was, was. He was there in body, but probably not in mind. I wrote that. Probably I wrote that. In mind. I wrote that for Ricky when I when I was writing the shit for the Terrifier. Brian, uh, we're gonna do this one for free right now because even the Dunes one's gonna be for free again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the cacot is close to the asshole. Okay, it's real close. Okay. So when when Art splits that chick from her cacot to her cranium, <laughs> yeah, and that's why that movie's brutal. Just saying, and and we're all here for it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. I'm glad to be. Oh, I'll forget again. <laughs> You're now more enlightened than you were before. <laughs> You've been you've that been cosmically like you, can't, you can't forget cacot. You just it, it seems like a word that gets like stuck in there, and you're like, why do I know that word? No, for me, for me, when I'm driving in traffic here, because like people here just keep getting stupider and stupider, I find myself <laughs> yelling at people in Cajun when I'm driving, and I don't know what the fuck is. Going on. <laughs> I love it. I love happen. it so much. Next <laughs> time, next time somebody offends you, oh my or, god, or even bothers you slightly. In a face-to-face situation, <laughs> tell them, tell them this: pet machu fipitan. Pet machu fipitan. Not tan, tan. Pet machu fipitan. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. We got, we got a a, a cosmic Cajun strolling right in. Oh, oh it's the fucking Rictator. Rick A, what's up, kid? Sound is shit. <laughs> oh no! You found you you took a shit. What'd you say? The sound is shit. It's all it's right. Coming through my speakers. We know. We know what's happening. Touch me, Michael Cot, Ricky. I don't know what <laughs> Oh, you can't hear us at all. I mean, I hear that you're talking, but I don't know what you're saying. Oh, I hear no. you. I don't hear everybody. Well, no one's talking except me right now. I I hear you. Someone Ricky. was just talking, other oh. than you. Oh. Ricky, it's me. You're conscious. I hear you. You sound lo-fi as fuck, but I do hear you. That's right. I've been lo-fi for years, bro. That's why we are where we are. <laughs> Keeping it old school indie, bro. Rossi wants that baba. <laughs> Record- <laughs> we need to. Re- we we all need to start recording podcasts on a fucking boombox. Oh, yeah. but it sounds like on my end. We have to. We have to catch you up, Ricky. You ready? Yeah, catch me up. Okay. So Friday the thirteenth. I'm gonna give you some categories here, and you got to give me your your best, okay? Okay. okay. So your it's... best, your best blood, basically your best kill from Friday the Thirteenth. What's your favorite? Oh, bro, um, I'd be liking that that face smash and Jason X. Yeah, cuz. Uh, 
I really like the axe to the face. Was it the face in the first one? Yep. Yep. You don't see it, but you see the aftermath of it. Very effective. Oh, uh, Mark, when he's rolling down the steps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, my God. That is amazing. If I had to come up with three, I'll just do three right now. Yeah, those, those are my favorites. Those are the most memorable. All right. So then your best babes, not necessarily naked, but like your best bay babes. From Friday the Thirteenth, Ricky. Ricky, who is Bay? Who is Bay from Friday the Thirteenth? Oh, uh, Pamela Voorhees, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> We're two for two right now, Grindhouse. Yeah. Pamela, Pamela Voorhees, the chick that got the axe to her face. I thought, always thought she was cute. I'm gonna go with the final girl in part two. Yeah, I like her. Jenny, she's rad. Jenny's awesome. Yeah, Jenny. And off the top of my head, that's all I got. Okay, sweet. Okay, so the best boobs. You actually got to see them in their natural setting. The best boobs from Friday the 13th. I don't remember whose boobs you see in, in the, the franchise. Ricky, what are the best boobs from Jason X? I don't remember whose. Jason's. Do you remember the Android? Do you remember the Android? No, I don't. No? All right. I was almost, I was almost batting a, hun- a thousand or whatever they say. Yeah. A thousand. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So your timing is perfect. So now we get to move on to what is the best subplot for a Friday the 13th movie. Jason goes to hell. Well, we're going to let Travis, we're going in order now because you're back in here. So we're going to go in order. So Travis is going first. I don't know. How, I don't know how long I'm in here, but okay. okay. We'll, we'll go. Well, Travis will be quick like he always is. So just. Travis, best subplot from Friday the 13th. When you say subplot, uh, what are you talking about? Well, it's Jason, but there's something else. Like you have seven where you got uh, the telekinesis or you have. Oh, the, oh, like a little, like a little swerve at, to the, to Jason the formula. Jason goes to space. Oh, so, dude, it's gonna, well, for me, for me personally, I mean, it's, it's, it's part eight. Like that's the one, that's the best subplot right there because of what happens in the movie conceptually i would say jason x well ooh, no 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 conceptually i would say jason goes to hell would be my favorite uh because it ties in three different horror franchises and that would have been a dope ass sequel to freddy versus jason freddy versus jason versus ash that would have been pretty cool yeah 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 i'm just gonna echo Uh, travis all night i think it's yeah uh eight and Actually, I'll also say Freddy versus Jason. Those are my answers. Yeah. And on that note, I got to actually bounce. So it was it was fun, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, Chuddle the Briz Eyes. Chuddle the Cocaine Bear. Yes. Say that, Fry. Au revoir. Okay. Cocaine Tea Bear. Woo! Um, I think I. Man, this is hard. Um. Yeah, J- J- Jason in space for sure. I-, I love. I mean, Jason X is my is my guy. So the Jason in space concept was awesome. The fact that like he got meteored onto Earth like from the space station was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a fiery ball of of metally goo hurtling its way to but Earth. You, but you know, he survived. He's definitely yeah, still gooey, coming. Yeah. Gooey boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
that gooey boy who just so happened to land like right back in his lake. With two teens looking ever so like, oh, what the hell is that? Let's go see. (laughs) All right. For me, I am going to say I actually liked, as Travis put it, I like discount carry. Mm -hmm. I like the the telekinesis um, thing. And a close a close second place is uh, Friday the 13th Part 6 when Jason's resurrected. I like that. Ah, That's a good one. I'm going to... I'm gonna go with seven. Seven's uh like the, like the cool subplot where it's like she's got some, like she's she's kind of like the mother of dragons and breaker of chains, right? She can just like snap that chain and Jace gets to float to the surface and get all like pussy and gnarly and whatever else. Yeah, I dug that. Mm-hmm. All right, the Rictator. What's your favorite subplot? Friday the Thirteenth. I'm gonna go with Jason takes a cruise part eight. Yeah, boy. I'm gonna go with Jason in space part eight. Or, oh, God damn. Jason X in space, and I'm going to go with Jason Goes to Hell. So, who is your favorite Jason? And when I say favorite Jason, I mean who is your favorite actor? Who is... Oh, actor? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll know the name necessarily. Um, I can give you the performance. Um, well, it would be it would probably be Derek Mears, I guess, but if I'm going to go old school, because I know you're not going to be happy with that answer. Um, it's Kane Hodder, dude. I mean, he is Jason. It, and I know that there's the hardcore fans that love to point out the other actors like Robert England and Nick Castle who played Jason, you know, and Tony Todd and all those guys. But you know what? They're not my favorite Jasons. I'm sorry. Robert, Robert England and Nick Castle. That was yeah, a Friday, yeah. that was a Halloween. No, so, no, they all played Jason, and also did so did Brad Dorif, and um, so did Doug Bradley all played Jason and none of those are my favorite. It's Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder's my favorite Jason. It's not it's not the guy that played Jeepers Creepers. It's not the guy that played Hatchet, which is also oh yes, I'm sorry, it is Kane Hodder. Um yes, it's Kane Hodder. All right, uh Trev. I'm I'm looking at him now. He's Googling. I mean I would say that it's Kane Hodder. Uh yeah, I am Googling because I can't remember the actors' names. I hope I confused a lot of people. You did. You confused me. Kane Hodder. <laughs> I mean, Kane, Kane Hodder. Yeah, Kane Hodder. Um, I, I, I will say I don't mind uh, Derek Mears either. No, of course not. He's he's awesome. <laughs> he's fucking amazing. He is. Imagine getting him on the show. That'd be interesting. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kane Hodder. Um, I think I think Kane Hodder has pretty much an unrivaled on-screen presence from the. The, the the heavy breathing, just yeah. breathing to to just his his stomping through the woods and you know that slow stomp that he does, the way he'll turn his head and look at mm-hmm. something, then turn his body and then go towards it. Like Kane was the guy doing that shit. Every yeah. other Jason before that, they had their own mannerisms, but I didn't feel like the character solidified physically until part fucking think- seven. Oh, I think, well, I think you're right. Yeah. What, like when it was really cemented, like as far as his movements and his overall, his, his body posture and just things that he did. Um, Kane captured yeah, I, that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you can go wrong with Kane Hodder. Mm-hmm. And Ricky, so we're all in agreement then. I think so. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky weighed in with Kane Hodder. I think we're all pretty much there. So now we're down to the, the last, the latest, the greatest. What is your favorite Friday the 13th movie? Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Okay. Yep, that's my favorite. And Brian bounced, but I'm thinking Brian's going to say Jason takes Manhattan. 
Maybe. I was hoping. I was hoping, but yeah, he had to roll. Um he loves that one, so I'm gonna speak for him. If I if I'm if I've spoken ill, he'll let me know later and we'll won't correct it because you know it's this is a nightclub and this is a dude's game. <laughs> really so uh cocaine T Bear, your favorite Friday the thirteenth movie. It, it it is uh Jason Takes Manhattan. Whoa but, uh I don't I don't want to be like everyone else, so X gonna give it to you. Yeah, Jason X. give it that. Uh, love, but it, it, it is literally Jason takes Manhattan. But like, if I had to not go with everyone else, it would be Jason X because it's just fun. It's so it's fun. a lot of fun to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So Rick Tater, what do you got for us, buddy? This is tough for me. It's between Manhattan X and Hell. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to that stinky wet boy. Yeah, cause. Yeah. So it's technically it's even though Trev went and I love that you gave it the love, but you know that's four from Manhattan right there. That yeah, movie is the it best. Is. It's so fucking good. <laughs> well, yeah. and it, it's interesting because I actually have it playing in the background right now. <laughs> For me, um, it's a toss up between Part Four, which is kind of like our where we have Corey Haim as our final girl. Part six, we have Corey Feldman. I'm sorry, you're right, Corey Feldman. Sorry, not Corey. Him. Corey yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were pulling a me just now and, and naming the wrong people on purpose. <laughs> no, I'm just drunk and enjoying my life. Um, me too. I love y'all. Corey Feldman is our final, is is basically our final girl in in part four. Um, yeah. Awesome movie, awesome effects. The 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 head sliding down the machete is just fantastic. Um, yeah. I also like part six where he's resurrected and the only Friday the 13th movie where we don't have a single naked breast. Yep. None. It's a big sin though. It's it's still a big sin though. Just going to say, Um, you know, it is a big sin, but at the same time, it is also the movie where he's brought back to life. So, and the people that brought him back to life are, are kind of on the trail of this uh, like kids camp. And uh, so, I mean, it's also probably one of the movies that has the most children in it too. It's know? got it's got the most innovation in the franchise to that point, like uh, up to that point in 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 the the filmography of it. Um, because yeah, you're right, dude. This is the first time we actually get kids besides the um, the kid in part five, uh, and and Corey Feldman in part four. But now you have a whole camp full of kids, and that that was like, is Jason gonna murder kids? But he didn't. So, you know, kind of kind of like damn, but I like I like that they introduced comedy heavily. Part 3 and part uh 5 had comedy, I would say, kind of in there like laden, you know. But I agree with part 6 being a good choice for the iconography of the the franchise and part 4. Those are both those are both just really good movies. Like part 8's not a good movie. It's it's a shitty movie, but it's it's just like a lot of fun. X is the same way, but when I say they're not good movies, I guess that's that's being like that's looking at it a certain perspective. Four and six are traditionally good movies. These other ones are entertaining, though schlocky, schlocky as fuck. And and part nine too. I don't think that I don't think that eight is a bad movie. I I, I honestly don't. I mean it's it's, oh. Oh. it's well, but it's part of the repertoire, and it does do some things to advance the story. It does do some things to bring it to a new place. Um, 
which is with a horror movie when you have something that when you're when you're at part eight and you're like hey by the way i'm gonna change the scene like we're going to a different place that's a bold move and i think they actually did a really good job with it it just isn't one of my favorites you know yeah Um, it's 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 like popularly the least favorite of most people most people hate that movie I don't. I don't hate it at all. No, I know. Well, yeah, and you don't hate it, but it's not one of your favorites. But but it's part eight usually comes out on the bottom, and I'm like, really? Even over part nine? Because I'm like, that movie's kind of whatever. I get people love part one. That's at the bottom of my list, but y'all know that. And it's. I still love that movie though. I do love it. I like. I love watching that bitch make coffee, but it still it still pisses me off at the same time. Like <laughs> when it comes to part one, there's just so much uh, that I'm like, all right. Part eight, I could see someone looking at that movie and feeling the exact same way, though. They if, if they could see that movie and just be like, all over the place. Like, this is not what this franchise is supposed to be. And they had that marketing bait and switch where it's like, yeah. it's Jason and the Big Apple and the whole movie is him on a boat. And I, I love that personally because I'm like, this is ridiculous. But as a kid, that movie scared me to death. So I'm I'm coming at it all kinds of ways. It's just and and like Ricky Ricky calls him the that big stinky boy. I love Wet Jason. I love him so much. He just he looks so fucking cool to me. And I know a lot of people don't like his look, but I do. I like that that yellow ass mask with the wet body and the fucking like the gloves and shit. I just think he looks dope in that movie. And that's the first movie where he starts teleporting there <laughs> all over the place. Well, I mean, that's really it, though. I mean, so, and I think you nailed it when you talked about it scared the shit out of you, right? So you saw it when you were younger, maybe like in your teenage years. Oh, so, I saw it when I was a kid, dude, like eight, yeah, nine, exactly. something like that. Well, for me, the earlier ones were the ones that I saw as a kid. So, I mean, it makes sense that like those are the ones that spoke to me. Those are the ones that spoke to you. It totally makes sense. Now, again, I don't think, I don't think Jason Takes Manhattan is a bad movie. It just is not in my top 10 list. But I I still love that it 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 took some challenges like it it like it took some steps to like try to advance the lore and it was like let's get Jason away from the camp. He had a grand vision for this movie when he first started like he wanted to make it. He had the script going all over the place from the Twin Towers to Madison Square Garden to the Empire State Building. Like he wanted shots that were impossible based on what the script had written in it versus the budget that they were given so he had to trim down but I, like what you're saying is 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 100 percent right it wanted to really make this an epic movie and make it really big and then it just got scaled down scaled down and i think a lot of creativity came out of that especially when it comes to the cinematography and look of that movie and some of the framing of that movie for certain shots where jason's stalking that girl through the ship cabins or where you pan through the kitchen and you see the, the the that the knife is missing. There's a lot of really cool shots in that movie, but I, I'm going off too much on 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 Jason Takes Manhattan. I'm sorry. I wanted to uh, ask Rick and Trev real quick, like what, what what when it comes to this movie, did y'all see that early too, or it's just one that really makes sense for y'all, Ricky? What what you got? Um, if I saw a Friday the Thirteenth movie when I was a kid. Then it didn't count because I didn't remember enough about any of them. Uh, I saw them all later in life. But what was the question? Like part eight being your favorite, like maybe just some of your favorite moments. That's, that's or... just because it's, 
that's just because it's silly and fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just I yep. I like the sillier movies from from Friday the Thirteenth. Well, and if you think that Jason Takes Manhattan is a bad movie, I would I I would I would implore you to to remember this that because we had Jason Takes Manhattan and we finally got Jason out of the camp, that is what allowed us to have Jason X. And yeah, it's definitely a turning point in the franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without that, without that, I don't think we ever would have had Jason X in it. I mean. And Jason takes Manhattan. It, it, it good movie, bad movie, whatever you want to think about it. it doesn't. I matter. think it's a good movie. I think it's just silly. <laughs> and I like but that. That's why I like it. Well, I hope I, I like didn't. It. I hope I didn't misspeak earlier when I said that they're shit movies and they're not good. I guess I just meant in a classical style. Like, but we all know what schlocky seconds are over here. So I guess I guess maybe I don't need to clarify. My bad. <laughs> I can say well, what the no, fuck I, I think, want. I think the whole point is that like. Having the stones to 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 say that I'm going to take Jason and I'm going to take him out of his natural element, I'm going to put him in a place where he's. Not, I mean, if you think about the end of the movie, he's pretty soundly defeated. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Um, which maybe is something about environment. Maybe is not something about environment. I I, I don't know 100, percent but I think it also is what got us to the place where we could have Jason goes to hell and Freddy versus Jason and then Jason X eventually because. We were no longer necessarily stuck with the idea of he had to be this guy that just killed camp counselors because they were fucking, you know, yep. I mean, I think it, I think it made his character more dynamic and like took him to a place where it was like, I'm vengeful. But even though I'm in a new place, maybe I don't 100 percent get why, but I'm still vengeful and I'm still going to kill your ass because we're here. And the location was not necessarily the most important thing. It was just like, I'm me and I'm going to do my thing. You know, and I, again, not my favorite movie, Jason Takes Manhattan. I, you guys love it, but I, I think this, I think we also have a, a little bit of a generational. Well, my, thing. my second favorite Friday movie is part two. So. Well, okay. So you're, so you're, okay. Still, you're still in there and you're still in there. Yeah. I, I love, I love the original four and I love five as the, like the chapter between five is the buffer between the, the real Jason and then the, out there, Jason. That's where the movies go, but bananas after that. It's part six onward, you're dealing with a magical zombie Jesus Jason. I mean, I that's what he. Comic book Jason. That's what you've called yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's comic book boy. To a certain extent, that's actually very accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's been resurrected and then he's been dumped back in the lake and then he's been pulled back out of the lake and then he's been pulled back out of the lake again. You know, so I mean, we're, we're definitely getting to a point where. Uh, it, you know, things are getting, I hate to use this word again, but things are getting cosmic and things are getting weird and they don't necessarily make a lot of sense. Don't, but, don't hate using that word. That word's fine here. The fuck? That's like currency in this fucking cantina, cuz. Well, oh, Trev, I wanted to ask real quick because we're on it. You're some of your favorite moments yeah. from, from, uh, the, the goddamn part eight that, that it begets cosmicism. Um, drawing a blank. You're not helping. You're not helping. I can't remember. I'm gonna I'm I'm throw, throw a few uh, your way. Julius getting his head punched off. Um, also, the dude in the fucking sauna with the fucking rock through the stomach that catches on fire for whatever reason. That those are a few of the kills. Uh, oh my god! Gonna get it, bitch. Just don't. Oh, <laughs> you'll feel a lot better after you shit. <laughs> I feel a lot better when I'm out of here. 
This shit box is gross. Demon is the goddamn bat dude. Don't part yeah. five. Part five is in my top fucking six at least. I'd say I, I put the list out there recently. I don't remember what I said, but I love part five. I, part five has the best string of characters. String of one-off Would you characters. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm not. It's got the best string of one-off characters of all the movies. When the guy gets popped in the chest with a harpoon. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, come on now. When I was a kid, Boats, I thought those harpoons. were intestines. You thought those were intestines? Yes, when I was a kid, Joe Bob played this on Monster Vision, and I thought those were his intestines. I didn't know that was part of the the weapon. I love the kill right after that, where Jason stalks that girl, and she hides in that little cubby. Ricky, this is where he kills him so slow. That slow ass, that slow ass stab. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I was Bruh. just sitting there like, no. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, so much. That's so much worse. Just a slow uh, stab. Like, let let me make sure you feel this. I like, I like the part where that dude climbs all the way up to like, <laughs> fucking. I don't know. Is it like the the, the crow's nest or whatever? It's the crow's, crow's nest. nest. Yeah. And, and and Jason clearly just teleported up there and gets him. That that is. I like when Julian gets team. his hand punched off. <laughs> uh, my mother, you killed my father. You killed my people. Oh fuck! <laughs> I almost spit beer out everywhere. Oh my god! <laughs> Mommy says you're not dead. Uh, <laughs> and you there? <laughs> it's so awesome. Bob's the best. Oh shit. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Private Joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <laughs> I gotta go back. Oh, hold on, hold Bye, on. Bye, Oh, fuck. All right, Rick. I gotta do it. Bye. Bye, man. Thanks for stopping in. Trev, what so are funny. your favorite horror movies of 2022 since oh. we got you? What are your favorite horrors that you've seen oh, this shit. year? Because we're about to do our end of the year episode, and I can't wait. I've got a I've got a few movies to rewatch. My first was The Northman. I'm done with all my watches, by the way. I've watched everything I want to watch, I and <laughs> well, I'm well, hey, and and I'm sorry you didn't know. I thought you knew. I thought I I, I think I no, said I, it before it, that no, we. It doesn't it doesn't matter? It doesn't I just didn't know that we I felt bad it. when you said that. I was like, fuck, man. I didn't know he didn't know, but I thought you did. Because it was like New Year's Eve and I like I cut off at like I, I cut off at like no, it wasn't even six, it was like two o'clock. No, yeah. Keep going, keep going. So I, I watched all the horrors I want to watch. Um my list is done. I had six or seven the other day and I've torn through a bunch. Well, now I'm rewatching and I just rewatched the Northman. So that's my first rewatch because I saw it earlier in the year a few times. I wanted to watch it again and know where it stands. And I've got like five or six more that I'm going to rewatch. And we're going to be recording our episode at the beginning of February. I'm super fucking excited to do that. I can't wait to hear what everyone has. It's going to be a fun list. Okay. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it in order, but I'm going to just like make a list. So uh we're going from five to one, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. So at five, and I, I know this is gonna amaze some people. Uh I have Barbarian at at number five. Yeah. Great Fuck movie, yeah. right? I love it. Awesome. I know some people have it a lot higher. Don't blame them. It was really hard to make a decision from these five to begin with. Um 
Justin Long. Gotta love it. Gotta love that he's a shitty person in that <laughs> movie. And he plays it so well. Um, and the story is definitely somewhat unique. You know, I'm not as, like I said, I haven't, I haven't watched nearly as many horror movies as y'all, but like, it was the kind of story that I never, you know, it, it was kind of a newer thing to me, you know, and I like that. I like, I like seeing stuff that isn't like rehashed a million times, you know? Um, you're a hundred percent right, dude. No, I, I just want to say real yeah. quick, you are a hundred percent right. That is a very unique story for a film. Number four. Sorry, <sighs> Trev. I just wanted to come in there. No, you're you. good. No, it's great. Uh, at number four, I have black phone with Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah, anyone that knows me knows that I like supernatural stuff more yeah, than man. other things, I guess you could say. And being that this movie it does have super, supernatural elements and uh, the tone, the tone of the show and Ethan Hawke playing like the killer was just great. Like I was just like, man, love this shit. And then I, I, I don't know if it's just because I, I grew up as a, as a 90s kid or what, but like the older school, like 80s, 90s feel whenever movies today go back to that, it just hits me a certain way, you know? So. Ethan Hawke's bare chest gives off real kid toucher vibes, and this movie creeped me out a lot. That's all I want to say. Well, and for this movie, the mask and the the, the lower piece of it, how it changed with his movie. yes, yes, yeah. that was man, and just and just him sitting up there, sitting in that chair, yeah, with like yeah. a belt in his hand, just with waiting, a bare chest, with a with a waiting. bare chest, waiting for that little boy to yeah. come upstairs, yeah. and sometimes yeah. in his bathrobe and, and spanking. Yeah. And look, and like yeah, that's that, look, that's dedication, man. I'm 34 years old. If you told me I had to sit in a chair in my kitchen all night long and do nothing, I would, I'd fall asleep. Our, <laughs> I'd fall asleep. Our version of the nightclub black phone edition is gonna be Trev upstairs in his kimono, bare chested with like turkey, turkey breast on. I don't know why it's his breast on breast action. He's half asleep. He's just half asleep waiting for this kid to come up so he can spank him a little bit and be and be like, listen, Shy, you got to stop doing that, okay? I'm going to spank you a little phone if you keep <laughs> acting like that, okay? Number three. Yeah. Number three, Day Shift, a Netflix original. Um, Jamie Foxx, Snoop Dogg. That movie was just so much fun. It, it is a 2003. Yeah, it's a, it's a 2022. I'm just making sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. that movie's a lot of fun. It's rewatchability is through the roof. Like that's, that's a movie where like, if I just want to get some shits and giggles, I can put that on and it has the horror elements. So, you know, nothing wrong with a good vampire killing movie and comedy and Snoop Dogg. Just saying. I'm not going to lie to it. you at all. I have not seen that movie. Oh, I God, Travis. It. I have not. That that's on. a ten. So put it on the list. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, you should watch it. I know it's I've 2023 got, now, but you need to watch it. It wasn't. Well, no, I didn't matter. No, that didn't. That's Grindhouse's thing. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. But but yeah, no, I'll put it on now that I know. So I guess I got one more movie to watch, and that's Day Shift. I didn't know that was a horror movie. It I is. mean, it's it's, it has bad. vampires. If you break yeah, it down it's, to it. To its roots, it's a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy, but it's it very well done. Number two, and I think this one's going to be interesting to say also, uh, Terrifier two. Mm. It's a, it's it's just there. I I don't I don't know what to tell you people if you haven't watched it. 
I don't give a fuck about a two and a half hour runtime. Make that bitch four <laughs> hours. Make it six hours. I'll go get a, I'll, I'll go get another popcorn, bro. Like I'll go to the concession stand real quick. Like just give me like a middle of the movie intermission where it's just art, like drawing or something, and it'll be like, hey, now it's time to go to the bathroom, and then I'll go back in and watch some more. Like just, Trevor, just make it happen. Trevor, I, I want to come to your house and put cocoa butter on your nipples while you're talking yes. about this movie. Grind, oh. Grindhouse's butt just got moist. Oh. It, well, yeah. well, yeah, but probably yeah. for the wrong reasons. But, probably for the wrong yeah. reasons. I'm. I think I was the one that initially told Ricky that like Terrifier gave me Phantasm vibes watching it because mm-hmm. uh and and in, in certain ways um I think it's it's the mystery of it. It's the like there's so many things going on that intrigue you and then like you learn just a little bit but then more shit happens that you don't know what why mm-hmm. and like. That was kind of the transition because Terrifier One, you're just like, okay, well, what's what's the fucking deal? And it just gets crazy. And then Terrifier Two happens, and it just it it expands on on the Terrifier universe while just creating more questions. Yes. So in in that sense, it gives me the Phantasm vibes because that's what Phantasm would do. A hundred percent, dude. And so, if anyone out there listening to this, go back and listen to our Terrifier Two episode. We all agree with this exact point that you're making yep. right now phantasm vibes at this point i love that you saw that in that man like yep. yeah it, and, and that's yep. awesome that's awesome yeah awesome yeah i was pick. telling ricky that right when because we i went watch it with ricky it was his second watch in theater and i went w- watch it with him i went pick him up and we went and then like when we were leaving that's what i was telling him i was like this is crazy but it's awesome you know uh the gore top notch love it the the storyline the character <laughs> progression the the fucking the Valkyrie scene, like just her with her wings and the fucking sword and just, it had a sense of epicness to it. And like, even with the cafe scene, I know like it was kind of long, but like, I need to rewatch it again because I feel like it just added to the, to the tone of the movie. And I I think if you tried to cut that too much, it would ruin it a little bit. Trev, before you do your number one, what are your ratings on your top five? Cause number two is a 10. What, what's, what's, what's your ratings for all your films? So Barbarian's probably a 9.5. Wow, coming in strong. They're all going to be strong. Like, you're, you're lucky they're not all 10s. But, like, I don't know. There's just <laughs> something about Barbarian that makes me be like, I love it, and I want to watch it again, but it's not quite a 10. And I'm going to have to rewatch it again to see why I feel that way. Because it ain't. There you go. Um, Black Phone at, at 4, 9.8. We'll go up a little bit on that. Uh, and then... Both day shift and, and um, terrifier two are, are tens to me. Nice. Um, oh, I gotta watch day shift reasons, now for very God different. Damn. Like they're they're different movies, but I fucking I can watch both of them over and over again, and I probably will soon. Just to be honest, and then coming in at my number one, I was told to watch this. I can't remember if it was by y'all or the shuttle or maybe both. Deadstream could have been. Got to go with Deadstream. Uh, again, fun. Kind of horror comedy, but like still spooky as shit. Great storyline. Uh, he, it, it had me rolling the entire time. Like I was laughing the entire time. Like at, at first, I thought like, because when I saw the initial premise of like this YouTuber who gets canceled goes to this horror thing, and like at first, I was kind of turned off by it, and I quickly got turned on by it afterwards, you know? So, and then it did not disappoint at all. Um, that's also a 10. Uh, the rewatchability on that is fucking a hundred. Like that's another movie where I can just put it on 
doesn't matter what time of point of day or what time of point in the movie, to be honest with you. And I'd watch it again. When it comes to Deadstream, dude, this is oh, this yeah. this movie is next level. And I'm glad that I went in blind with this. I had no idea what this movie I was, was about. I, I was skipped, too. I skipped the shuttle episode that they put out on it um, earlier in their release history and uh-huh. um, saw it after the fact. And wow. Like, wow. Evil Dead vibes 100%. And yep. people keep saying that, and they're right, because that's what it is. Yep, 100%. Um, and it's found footage in an interesting way, blended with modern technology, and it's got a lot going for it. And the fact that the talent behind it is so talented, yep. and what they managed to pull off is next level. It's it, yep. it, it's awesome for what it is. It's it's the thing you dream of. And, and yeah, they made that. Deadstream was fucking dope. Well, it shouldn't have worked. I mean, that's really what it boils down to is it should not have worked. Um, and for somebody like for me, this is just me now. Uh, uh, it's not like the live stream, all that other. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, I hate all that shit. I, I, I think it's all just stupid and people are wasting their time. This movie shouldn't have worked for me. And I loved it on every level. It was I, to, to both of your points. It was so much fun. There was so much action. There was so much happening. Just and the cutscenes, so like just like the back and forth where it's like I can see the ghost, I can't see the ghost, now I can see the ghost, now I can't see the ghost. Now the ghost is in my crotch. Oh no! Like it was so fun and it was so packed. I mean, and just there was so much happening. Like if you looked away for a second and you came back, you were like, I don't know what's going. So I mean, but it still had so many like scary, like horrific tones and parts in the movie too that were just like, oh shit. Yes, it forced you to pay attention. It forced you to pay attention, and that's that's not something that a lot of movies these days do. They don't force you to pay attention. They don't they don't lure you in. Where if if like if I if I look away for a second, or if I check my phone, or I do whatever else, that I'm I'm still going to be there basically in the story. With this one, if you looked away for a second, like you missed something great. To me, where it combines the elements of the live stream, the haunted house. The current social stigma or satire or whatever whatever the proper term would be where a YouTube host gets disgraced and everything it's so it's mm-hmm. so of a of a time and I don't usually love those movies where they're so of a time to be like uh socially aware it sometimes it falls flat for me um because I know it's mm-hmm. dated but that flies in the face of some movies that I love that are tied to certain times. So I, again, that's the dichotomy within me. Um, Dead Street. Yeah. I got fancy. It's, it's definitely like, it's definitely a, a next gen horror movie, right? It blends yeah. new age with old age. Yep. Um, you know, I, I kind of get tired of, of the whole like, Oh, it's 2022. We're in this haunted house. Oh no. My, my, none of my electronics work now. Guess we're back in the 1800s now. Like it's like let's let's blend some of that technology in with the horror and make it work. You know, and, and uh, dude, you're so right. This movie did such a good job of that. And Deadstream did a great job of of merging like the horror with the technology without being like, hey, we're just gonna use this plot device and make all electronics no longer work. And it's like, nah, bro. So uh, imagine a- making this kind of movie on a scale where you have. Next to no budget, like these folks had. It's a it's a husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. They obviously they have a a budget, 
they made a real, and maybe it wasn't a lot though. Like Terra Fire is a great example of that too. But, but, you know, they definitely didn't have a lot and they made a fucking movie that Trev has as his number one for the fucking year. That, that is a sound testament to what this movie is capable of having you feel and enjoy when you watch it. Deadstream is awesome. Like people have to see this. You want to talk about the Evil Dead franchise and how this echoes it? This movie is definitely oh. an echo of that that fucking vein of horror for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Deadstream is literally a 21st century Evil Dead movie. That's what it is. Yeah. But to Trevor's point, it it factors in all the technology. It it brings in all these things that I think people are pretty accustomed to now, like things for sensing ghosts and having cameras and doing whatever else. And oh, cause y'all been playing y'all's games, y'all's little that's games. A that's a piece of it. But I, I, mean, thought, I thought, yeah, I thought but... most, of this, most of this before the before that whole thing, where I I watched this movie because everybody was talking about it, but I I, I went into it thinking that I wasn't going to like it because of the whole social media aspect and the whole live stream and having followers and whatever else. But oddly enough, it made me like rethink my position on a lot of those things. Like are all those things necessarily bad? And for me in small doses, no, they're not bad. They're not. They there can be some real fun there and you can have a really good time. Now, if your whole life is benched on that, then yeah, you got some problems, but if you're just doing your normal thing and you catch something like this and you watch this and you're like, holy shit, what's going on? I mean, that whole movie was just everything from like, I'm taking my spark plugs out of my car and I'm throwing them in the ditch. And then later in the movie, he's like scrambling through the ditch looking for the spark plugs. Like, fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, it's all things that you could see happening. And it was the movie itself was just so much goddamn fun. I mean, from the bathtub scene to his spear cam to everything else. I mean, just honestly, super, super fun. Something you touched uh, on a second ago. And like, yeah, like I'm trying to find how much it costs them to make this movie, and I can't find it. But they've made a little bit over a million dollars worldwide on it, and I, I'm thinking they didn't spend a million dollars to make this movie. No, no, no. there's no way. <laughs> but it, but it never comes across in the production value. The production value is top notch. Like this movie is fucking amazing. This movie, um, it's gonna cross generational boundaries because and and uh, you're right this is this generation's evil dead one day deadstream will be a favorite of a lot of young people the the culture is going to come and see this film and they're going to be tied into it because they do live streams and they do all that you know we're commenting while you're doing this and and everything else and and we didn't grow up with that it's like the original evil dead they had the reel to reel tape and that's how people came up in the seventies and eighties with these, you know, eight tracks cassettes. It's it's tape. And you had Ring with VHS, and now we have this. And it's it's the next iteration of, you know, what technology is bringing to horror movies. And this movie did it really well. Like I, I that that that's I got all that out of what you said. And I was I was like happy to hear you say that and, and it clued me into it. I think no, this movie yeah. really does a good job of of bringing bringing the new technology in and and it, it could cement it for future horror fans. This could be a rabbit hole for them. So they watch Deadstream and then they go look it up online if they're really interested in it or or whatever. 
And then they find out that it has influences from Evil Dead. So they go back even further and the appreciation just keeps growing and growing and, and more movies get found. Like Deadstream is a good example of a movie that its roots show. And if you dive into it, you'll find gold, like veins of gold. But when it comes to introducing a new generation of horror, um, a piece of what you have to do is you have to also embrace our technology. And you go back to something like the original Friday the 13th. I don't think you could find a 15-year-old kid that would want to watch that. They'd just be bored, right? Because who wants to go to a cabin in the woods and hang out where there's no Wi-Fi and whatever else? Mm-hmm. So Deadstream did a fantastic job of really taking all of that stuff and collating it into one thing. Well, and I think I think you you have a really good point there, Brent. Like, it's not that it's an overly complicated movie, but it's a very well exe- executed movie, right? Because like all the all the concepts in the movie aren't anything new. Like as far as the storyline is concerned, with with the haunting, right? It's it's not it's not it's nothing new. It's nothing original. But the things that interact within the movie are what's new, like the streaming, the the cameras the YouTuber, you know, so what they did was, is they took classic horror elements and then they merged them with technology and the current today ish, which is YouTube and all, all the other things. And that's why I agree. It's definitely part of the Renaissance because like they're just being like, Hey, we, we have a new way to introduce horror to the next generation and get them hooked because like, as Travis was saying, it's, they might not want to watch Friday the 13th now as a 15 year old, but they're going to watch Deadstream first. And then they're going to go from Deadstream and they're going to take it back a little bit. And maybe, maybe now they watch The Conjuring, right? Oh, well, hey, this is a horror movie. And, and you know, it, it's, it's got kind of an older thing. They watch The Conjuring. And, Holy shit, Conjuring's awesome. And then they take it back another decade to another movie, right? And then before you know it, they're watching fucking Friday the 13th because they're like, man, the, you know, the horror community just, this is how you hook people. This is how you get people into the genre. This is how you get people to continue watching. You know, um, I didn't watch Friday the Thirteenth when I was a young kid. Like I had no interest in that. But once I started watching more horror movies, I like, well now I gotta watch it. And then I watched it. Now I love it. You know what I'm saying? So whatever can get you into the genre and get you watching, I'm all for it as long as it's good. You know. <laughs>
What is that poster, by the way? What is that? <laughs> so it was a prompt that I did, an AI prompt. Four dudes on a podcast talking about horror movies and other dude things. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't say any real words. No, yeah. Most of those AI, it's like uh, T. Well, Clyde that y'all did. Hav B. Hari. <laughs> like how there's a website and now. we just summoned a ghoul. 